Welcome into another training camp update here on WGR550.com and with on-demand audio. Derek Kramer here giving you the latest from Bill's training camp. A lot today with this episode on the wide receivers. We can reflect a bit on Calvin Benjamin's comments about the Carolina Panthers. Zay Jones returned to practice and undrafted rookie Robert Foster. He's ended up falling a little bit behind when it comes to the wide receiver battles and trying to fight for a position on this roster. And, of course, more on the offense. We'll hear from Calvin Benjamin, Zay Jones, and from head coach Sean McDermott as well here in this training camp podcast today. So, Calvin Benjamin, his comments earlier about not wanting to have been drafted to the Panthers and everything like that, it kind of just, it seemed to have rubbed head coach Sean McDermott the wrong way. And I could see where he's coming from there, uh, Coach McDermott, because he, along with Brandon Bean, they came from the Carolina Panthers organization. Brandon Bean was on the general manager staff that happened to draft him. So I can see where this is looking like one of those things where McDermott didn't necessarily want to be hearing that sort of thing. And also, I mean, come on, McDermott is 100% all about the process and sticking to it and not having any of that extra drama follow around. And of course, that's how that happens. This is where things get a little tricky sometimes, and again, he uh, he might have ruffled the wrong kind of feathers here. If Benjamin wants to stay with the Bills, he needs to be able to tell that line a little better. I'm not saying those, the comments were completely out of hand, but at the same time, well, it is what it is. Benjamin called out Cam Newton and the other Panthers receivers in an interview, and again... I can see where Sean McDermott is coming from when he uh, doesn't want to be hearing those sorts of things. Because, again, it's all about the process. But now we will hear from wide receiver Calvin Benjamin. He spoke briefly with the media today. Here's Calvin Benjamin from Bill's camp. Kevin, we saw the, the comments you made about your time in Carolina. Could you maybe elaborate a little bit more about why you thought it was such a bad fit? I mean, man, to be honest, man, you know, I, um, I said what I had to say about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just focusing on the team right now and, you know, what we got going on over here. Kelvin, you had a – I'm not – you probably – you had a discussion with uh, Sean there uh, at, at midfield. He expressed to us that he was disappointed with the timing and the and, uh, of your comments. Um, I guess reflecting back, is that fine with you with, with, with the – what Sean had to say? I mean, um, of course, man, because he's right. You know what I'm saying? At the same, at the same time, it's a, it's a team. You know, and um, that can be a distraction to the team. And I don't want to be no distraction to my team. So, you know, like I said, man, I'm moving on from that. You know, I said what I had to say. And, you know, I'm just focusing on the team right now. Why did you feel now was the time to maybe let some of that loose? Um, I mean, it was just a heat of the moment, man. You know, I was angry at the time. So, I mean, it just, and it just came out. So, You were angry Friday when you, when you had the conversation? Yeah, it's okay. just, yeah. Any particular reason? Or no, it's no, it's no, it's no, re- no, no. <laughs> I just was, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just got kind of frustrated. But um, like I said, man, I'm moving on from it. And I'm out here working, man, and we all out here working. And- Calvin, do you say anything to any Carolina Panthers when you see them on Thursday night? I mean, of course. I mean, a lot of, there's a lot of great guys that was on that team, you know, TD. A lot of them guys, man, you know. Have you spoken to any of them, maybe some of the ones that those comments were directed towards since then? Um, no, not at all. Do you plan on that? I mean, I know you said Thursday, but, you know, do you plan on reaching out before the game? Um, reaching out for what? I mean, to clear the air or explain your comments well, to some of those people. Well, specifically Cam. Are you going to yeah. reach out to Cam and just say, hey, whatever? I mean, no, man, I'm just moving on. 
I'm just moving on. That was receiver Calvin Benjamin from Bill's training camp today. And Benjamin, throughout most of camp, has looked good, which is very promising for this team. And he's going to be needed as a weapon for whoever the quarterback is. Say it's A.J. McCarron, Nathan Peterman, or Josh Allen. But strangely enough, in calling out Cam Newton, Benjamin may be at a nice little impasse here when it comes to the Bills with their future because Josh Allen, oftentimes his skill set is comparable to a guy like Cam Newton who has that big arm, he is athletic, he's got great size, and, oh, there's also this one issue of he's not the most accurate of quarterbacks. So what happens if Josh Allen kind of has that career arc? First off, that'd be great if Allen had the career arc of Cam Newton. But the other issue here is what do you do if Allen starts throwing a little more inaccurately? If those passes aren't there, you have to worry about it because of the fact that Next thing you know, he had a problem with one quarterback with accuracy issues. Next thing you know, another quarterback with accuracy issues is uh, suddenly his next passer. And he would have had to have signed a long-term contract for Josh Allen to be his long-term passer. So you'd have to see how this would go and how interesting this gets. But for now, I'd say, after saying all this, I'm sure that McDermott spoke with Benjamin. And this is not going to be something that comes up as an issue. As for people that possibly would say, hey, what if the Panthers start targeting Benjamin on Thursday for the Bills' first preseason game? Come on. Nobody's going to risk their job or their paycheck for a hit in the preseason, I don't think. Uh, Or at least not intentionally. Um, I wouldn't worry about any sort of retribution coming at Kelvin Benjamin because he said some things about his former quarterback. It is what it is. I don't think anyone's going to hit anyone out there illegally. No one's going to target Benjamin in the head or the knees or anything like that. And if they do, well, shame on them anyway. So I wouldn't worry too much about any sort of potential quote-unquote retribution, so to say, there with Benjamin. But Benjamin's comments eventually did not become the biggest story of training camp, at least today's practice, I should say. And that's because Zay Jones returned to practice today. And... This is the first time that we're seeing him out on the field. He did not ha- he wore, excuse me, he wore a non-contact jersey, a red jersey like the quarterbacks would wear. So he's not fully back yet. And head coach Sean McDermott men when he spoke with the media today, he said that there's going to be a lot of catching up to do for Zay Jones to get there with the rest of these receivers. Luckily Zay Jones I think has enough talent that he can make up the ground here and make up for the lost time that he had. He also missed almost all of this training camp. There's only four training camp practices. He missed at least half of it with this injury, not to mention all of the off-season workouts. So there is a little bit of a rough go here for Zay Jones, especially when it comes to running reps and the routes on the route tree for Brian Dable's offense. I'm sure he's been studying it, though. He's had plenty of time, you know, since he's not been on the field. The best thing you can do is at least mentally sharpen yourself for that. So hopefully Zay Jones is ready to go once he gets into some game action, maybe as soon as Thursday. Not sure yet, obviously, but if there's a lot of work to do, well, maybe McDermott puts him in with the second half with, uh, say, like a Josh Allen or something like that with the third team to at least get him a lot of reps so that he can get caught up. Anyway, Zay Jones, he spoke about coming back to camp the he 
was obviously asked about that incident, that off-field incident that left him bloodied and uh, all over TMZ for um, you know that argument, that eventual argument with his brother that you know his brother ended up saving him and everything like that. So he was asked about that as well. He broached that as well because naturally that question was going to come up. So here's Zay Jones for the first time with the Buffalo media in training camp. It feels really good. It's great, man. Um, that's where I'm at peace. It's fun to be out there with the guys, uh, getting back in the swing of things, and just just doing what I love. You talk about being at peace. How challenging mentally has the last couple months been for you? Uh, you know, a lot of adversity, fighting through it though. Um, great to be moving forward, and uh, just great mindset that I'm in right now. Enjoying this time with these guys, getting back to training camp, and just getting on that grind. Sean said that you're kind of behind in terms of what you know what the team has kind of been through. What do you feel like you have to prove to them now that you're back on? A lot of this game is mental. There's a mental aspect of it that goes into it. The film study, understanding the playbook schematically, and I had a lot of time to just um, take a step back and understand all of it. So I would say that I'm progressing in other areas. Um, obviously, I haven't been that been on the field and had the time on the field, but all that stuff is going to come eventually. How are you? on your right knee. Can you explain what happened? Surgery. And what resulted? It was a non-football injury because you're on the non-football injury list. Can you say how it happened or, or when it happened? Uh, that, that happened a while ago, man. I respect your question. I understand your concern for that. Um, I'm just trying to move forward in the right direction. Uh, you know, a lot has gone on with me, but uh, I'm happy to be out here. Uh, it's a great time to be out here. I'm just going to look forward. Hey, regardless of what happened back then, do you feel mentally in the last, whatever it's been, four months here, that you have gotten back to where you were last year, for instance? I mean, mentally, have you overcome what, whatever it was that happened back in March? Um, No, I wouldn't say got to back to where I was. I would say excelled and gone further, um, progressed as a person, as a human being, and as a football player. Um, so to answer your question, I, I wouldn't say no. I haven't stayed the same or gone back to where I was. I've progressed and gotten better. You've been off the field. What has the support been like from your teammates because you know part of this thing is your availability is so yeah. important what's it been like from your teammates the love and and respect that i've had from my teammates has been tremendous um everyone's em embraced me uh, as a brother uh that's what this football team team is it's a family uh we not only talk about it but that's what we are and everyone has collectively done that for me you, you've gone from not practicing to the red jersey so yeah. when do you think the next step is uh, just day by day, man. I'm not really sure on the process of it. I've been listening to my trainers. My trainers, by the way, have done an unbelievable job with me. Um, you know, looking back, we didn't know the timetable that I was going to be on, when I was going to be able to come back. Nate Bresky's done such a great job of just handling everything as well as Denny and the other guys. So, I mean, I I'm happy to be here in this moment, back on the field, running routes, catching, not from Nate, but from the actual quarterbacks. And it's just been a good time so far. Difficult as it was to be caught on video back then in February, you raised a lot of concern among Bills fans. Is there anything you can um, explain as to what happened there? And, and, and was it, it, I'm assuming it was a one-time thing. Can you go and say anything about what happened in downtown L.A. in February? I think I'd be doing myself a, a very big disservice if I went back to there. That moment was very traumatic for me and my family. And to rehash that now at this point in time wouldn't be doing me any good. Um, I know you have a job to do, so I'm not trying to, you know, but I'm just trying to look forward, you know what I'm saying? And and that's where I'm at right now, 
and a lot of positive things are happening in my life, and uh, I'm very grateful for it. Did you ever think for uh, any moment that your roster spot could be in jeopardy after everything you've gone through? I mean, if you play in the NFL, you know that anything can be taken at any moment, um, whether it's your roster spot, whether it's injuries, whatever it is. So that's not my concern. I can't control that. John said you've got a long way to go. Obviously, you've been out for a long time. How confident are you that by week one you think you can be on the 53-man active on game day? I'm not even thinking about week one. You know, that was my first day out here just to run routes, and I'm grateful for that. Um, obviously, that is important. But my next step is going to be tomorrow, you know, seeing how my knee feels tomorrow and seeing how my body feels tomorrow. So I'm just going to keep a positive attitude, keep it moving forward, and then come out here with a great attitude, ready to work. What's foremost in your mind when it comes to, you know, catching up right now, uh, given the time you've lost? Uh, I mean, there's an aspect of losing time on the field, but off the field, like I mentioned earlier, there's a lot that I have grown and done. You know, people say that this game is mental. Whatever percentage you want to throw out there, 80%, 90%, and I believe that would be true because I've already experienced a season where a lot of things were mental, and I've grown and learned so much. So the on-the-field stuff, I've been playing this game since I was four or five. Coach, you know? Coach said during the offseason they went from disappointed in the situation to concerned, obviously, for you, to you're out here. Can you ch- shed some light on how the team, the organization, has handled it in your conversations with management and head coach? Could you repeat that question? Yeah, Coach said earlier in the offseason they were at first disappointed in what happened in L.A., and then they were concerned for you, obviously. You're obviously back out here, and they've obviously shown that they're concerned for your well-being. Can you shed some light on you know, how they've handled that in your conversations with them? I think they've done a great job. McDermott and Bean, everyone's been in my corner. Um, this organization brought me here, and they know what they have in me. They know the type of person I am. They know the type of the character I uphold, and they know the type of player that I am. Um, I don't think they would have drafted me if they didn't didn't think that. So I'm grateful to be here in this organization. I want to see this organization move in the right direction and win ball games, and that's what I'm here to do. What does it mean to you that they've guys. stood by you through all that? Say again? What does it mean to you that they've stood by you through all of that? It means a lot. You just know that you have a, a group that supports you and cares for you. There's been a lot of negative talk about me, um, but the ones in my circle and the ones that are close to me and the ones that I – I know, have my back, have my back. How how thankful are you that you can continue your NFL career? uh, I'm grateful. Um, You know, I could have lost my life, so I'm grateful to just be here and to be on this field and to be with my teammates, to see my family. Um, I I don't think there's any other word that describes it, but just thankful and grateful. Say, what did you learn about yourself this offseason with everything you went through? Um, as a football player or as a as person? A, as a man. That you're going to face adversity in life. Um, sometimes, you know, life's going to knock you down or things are not going to go the way that you planned or hoped. But you got to pick yourself up and you got to keep moving forward. Um, in no way do I, am I going to feel sorry for myself. There's people out here in far worse situations than mine, dealing with the real life issues, battling through things. Uh, losing loved ones and things like that. So I have no excuse just to pick myself up and keep moving forward with all the adversity that's happened to me. That's what that's what I've learned to be a man. That was Zay Jones, the second-year wide receiver, hoping to bounce back from an injury-riddled and, unfortunately, drop-riddled season from last year's rookie year. And his last game with the Bills happened to be one of his most promising when he Kind of went off in the first half against the Jets. Then next thing you know, someone hits him in the knee and he's done for the year. And it's unfortunate to see Zay Jones' season end like that after it looked like he was taking a very promising turn. Hopefully he can get back to 
how he was playing at the end of the season. So obviously we've yet to see, and we're going to make sure to follow everything that Zay Jones does here as the first preseason game is right around the corner. And it's against the Carolina Panthers on Thursday. I think that you know, the biggest thing you're going to be looking for is how many reps are going to each player. I wouldn't necessarily worry about who is playing at what spot, what string. Like Zay Jones might be with the third team if it means trying to catch him up and get him the maximum amount of reps. Josh Allen's probably going to be with the third team, but guess what that means? That's probably going to be his entire second half if that's the case. Kind of like how we saw the reps with Lamar Jackson in the Hall of Fame game. You're going to see a lot of time on the field because you want to maximize the reps there. Allen, speaking of him, he was with the third team again today. Nathan Peterman was with the second team. McCarron with the ones again. And I'm starting to wonder if this means that we may have finally gotten our favorite in the quarterback competition with A.J. McCarron getting more of the first team reps. I think that A.J. McCarron, it's, it seems like this is kind of going to become his job to lose and McCarron is a safe passer he's going to play this not to lose and that's probably why a lot of people thought he'd end up being the guy to start the season so we'll see what happens there and again I I think that with this quarterback competition don't read too much into who starts out this one but I'm reading into the pattern right now and it seems like the pattern is McCarron's getting a lot of these first team reps That is what you need to look more into and maybe see what the Bills are capable of doing there. Head coach Sean McDermott, he spoke again with Buffalo Media today. So let's hear from the head man. He had a lot to talk about, especially with Zay Jones and with the Calvin Benjamin comments. He wasn't too thrilled about that. So here he is, Sean McDermott, meeting with the media on Sunday. Okay. I uh, hope everyone's doing good, having a good day. Uh, today, just want to uh, mention one thing before we get started. Military Appreciation Day, great to have people out uh, from the armed services here that um, you know do so much for us during the, during the year. I know so much of the focus goes on you know, the professional sports, but it certainly is important to recognize uh, their involvement in what we do and, and what we have here. Um, won't practice today under that. In that bucket will be Trent Murphy, Kalen Clay, and Cam Phillips, and then you'll see Zay Jones back on the field this afternoon. He was taken off of the uh, deal, yeah. So give us your, um, your impressions of that. Just You said earlier that he's a long way away from being ready. Just you know, kind of give us an update on what he has to do now. Yeah, he's, he's, you know, he's got to continue to acclimate himself like he's been to get himself up to speed so that we continue to move this thing in the right direction. Um, he's worked extremely hard with our training staff to get himself to where he is now, um, and we're just taking it one day at a time. What, is, what do you say about the time that he's lost, not just the two weeks, uh, like the first eight days of training camp, but also the time that he missed in the spring, and how far behind might he be? Well, we got our work cut out for us, and Zay knows that. Um, it's not something that can't be achieved. Um, we just got to continue to work at it and, and get him up to speed as quickly as we can, but at the same time, um, you know, at the right at the right pace. Coach, is there almost a part of you that has to 
save Zay from Zay, knowing how badly he wants to get back, like pace him kind of thing? Yeah, he'll be in, he'll, that's why he'll be in a red jersey also, Chris, with that, so that, you know, both sides, both for Zay's sake and for the defense going against Zay, that they know how to treat him. You're good with where he is with uh, having put it all behind him. He's in a good place that way, not, not talking physically, but just mentally and all that stuff's behind him. You feel good about that part of it? Well, yeah, we've moved, we've moved forward, Sal. Um, and so, you know, we've, we've uh, like I said before, he's put a lot of work into, into this to get himself to where he is right now. Zay's absence, have you seen some of the other wide receivers really take advantage of those reps to position themselves, at least as of now, ahead of them? I have. You know, I, I think uh, a number of guys are doing well at that position. Um, I'm not going to get a name and names at this point in time, but um, I think that group's off to a good start. Um, you know, it's still a big opportunity for guys to continue to step up, show us what they've got. The uh, forgotten man from a lot of people might be Jeremy Curley. Can you kind of walk us through how valuable he is? You see him moving around a little bit, coach, in the different spots in formation. Yeah, you know, he's, he's a veteran guy that's played in a lot of snaps in the NFL. He has some returnability, too. Um, I like what we've seen out of him um, to this point in camp. Continuing to get him up to speed on how we do things here. Um, I like his veteran presence and his energy. You know, he comes to work every day. I certainly appreciate that in terms of how he approaches his job and and uh, in the game. What your impressions been of uh, fifth round pick Wyatt Teller so far? And kind of where does he sit on the depth chart right now? Yeah, he's working like a lot of our young players, uh, working to start to understand the system offensively, life in the NFL. Um, the other night was a good opportunity for all of for all of us, in particular our young players, to get out and you know, in, in, under the lights a little bit and and get their first taste of what it'll be like somewhat um, this coming week. What have you thought of uh, Raphael Bush's uh, training camp so far? I've been very positive, very pleased with the way he's he's uh, um, shown us what he can do up to this point. Um, I thought Brandon and his staff did a nice job of identifying Raph as you know one of our types of guys and and. I know he's been on a couple of different teams. I, I get all that, um, uh, but from what I've seen so far, um, he's a darn good football player. And I know it's not fancy, um, but it's effective. Are there, uh, are there times that he could be on the field with Micah and Jordan at the same time? Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see whatever. Uh, right now, we're getting into you know the next the next practice here, so we'll see if that. That comes up. Staying in the defensive backfield, Monte Davis. Um, you, you spoke the other day about him, and you said, you know, he's coming off a serious injury, uh, and he's making progress. He's looking good. But can you you feel any better about him? And, uh, just you know, what do you see from, from Monte right now? Well, the other night, you know, I saw an intensity that I hadn't seen before, and that's to be expected to some extent because of the the situation we were in. Um, for for a veteran player like Monte, who's been in the games before, and this being preseason, I did like the way that he ramped up the intensity, uh, even for what some would refer to, especially a guy in his situation has been in the league, just to practice in that regard, right, in preseason. Um, that said, much like our entire team, there's still, there's still a big, you know, there's got to be a big movement between what happened last 
or two nights ago to what happens today in the next couple of days as we move forward and through this week here. Is he, would you consider him kind of one of those under-the-radar signings? I mean, you know, there wasn't a whole lot said about Vontae when he was signed. You know, there were, we talked about other guys, the quarterback especially. Is he kind of one of those under-the-radar guys that you brought in who, you know, really could be a, a big help to you this year? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I like the fact that he's here, but I don't really follow what's talked about and what's not talked about really. So um, that's probably more for for you guys out there. I mean, I know he's a name that's that's been around the game and, and whatnot. And um, again, it, it's what's important for us is what works for, for the Buffalo Bills. Um, so um, we like having him here. Coach, do you treat this week like a game week kind of to get guys acclimated to what it's going to be like? Or is it too early for that? Uh, we focus and keep a lot of the focus on us. It's kind of too early for, for that. Now, don't get me wrong, we respect every opponent. Um, and, and Carolina is a, is, a, is a strong opponent. We have a lot of respect for them um, for a lot of reasons. Um, but if we, you know, I've just known being around the league, if you start to focus too much in the preseason for sure on, you know, three or four days, four or five days from now, we're going to lose all the things that we need to gain between now and, and that game in order for us to continue to climb as a team. What was your reaction to what uh, Kelvin said about Cam Newman and the Panthers and how that might be received back in Carolina? Yeah, you know, um, look, there's a there's a time and a place. I'm not saying specific to what comments were made. There's a time and a place for, for things like that. Um, and this was not one of them. So we have a lot of respect for our opponents, number one, and, and everyone in the league. Um, um, I've spoken um, and with Kelvin, and <clears throat> that's not how uh, I want us to handle things like that. Um, so um, we'll move forward as a team, and, and I'm hoping we've already done that. Coach DeAndre Wesley's getting a nice long look at tackle here. I know he's played some guard too, but where where have you seen him advance his game from his his time with the club last year to now? I'm sorry, you say DeAndre Wesley? Yeah, Chris. Yeah, you know he's he's off to a good start. Um, we've moved him in, around a little bit, guard and tackle. Um, excuse me. Um, so that's you know that's a challenge in and of itself. One side, the other side, two different positions. He's handled handled it. Um, you know, well to this point, uh, I'm still looking for him to, among others, to continue to step their game up uh, and, and um, you know, really put their best foot forward. Sean, when you okay. say there's not a time, I'm sorry, I'll take one more. just to follow up, on, there's not a time and place for, for Kelvin. There's a time and place for Kelvin to say that. Is one of the issues is that you're playing them in a preseason game in, in, in less than a week? That's a... That's part of it, but the bigger part of it is our focus needs to be on what we're doing. And, um, you know, like I said, we respect what they do, every opponent, everyone in the league for that matter. Um, but the bigger part is, you know, our focus right now needs to be on us and, and, and our approach to training camp. That was Sean McDermott, the Bills head coach. And, hey, he had a lot to say there about a lot of things, particularly with this receiving core, with the return of Zay Jones, with Calvin Benjamin's comments. And, of course, everything else that has to do with this team and getting ready for their first preseason game. Oh, my God, we made it. We're back to finally getting some football, uh, the Bills being able to face another team. That will be very, 
very refreshing for fans to be able to watch the Bills and see what this team has because there's a lot of questions about this offense and the defense is going to be greatly improved based on paper, but well, paper champions are built every day, so you're going to need to see what they're capable of in the second year of Leslie Frazier's defense and with the talent that has been introduced to this team. So, hey, here we go. Thursday is the start of the preseason against Carolina at home, which is always nice to get that first game at home. And then after that, after that game, there's only three more practices left. So be ready. Here we go. We have four practices left in training camp. That's it. And then the Bills break training camp. They come home. They get back to practice at New Era Field over at the AdPro Sports Training Center. And they're in it for the long haul in Buffalo. And this is the last chance these four practices you're going to get to see this team. So make sure you're ready for it. Only one of those practices now has a ticket requirement, as that is on next week, Sunday the 12th. The other three practices, Tuesday, August 7th, Wednesday, August 14th, and Wednesday, August 15th. Those are morning practices, 845. No ticket required for those. The one that you do need a ticket for is that Sunday, August 12th at 215. Training camp's almost done. We are right around the corner from the season as the preseason gets started. What do you think? How's this season going to go? We're about to find out. First snap happens on Thursday night. Thanks for listening to the training camp update here on WGR550.com. I'm Derek Kramer, and we'll be back with another episode, and we'll be back with more of your Bills content. Always be sure to be listening. Howard and Jeremy, show up in Bulldog, One Bills Live, always bringing you everything that they can from Bills training camp. Not to mention Sports Talk Saturday and Sports Talk Sunday as Nate Geary and Sal Capaccio have been out there every weekend out at St. John Fisher College. Thanks again for listening. Later.